0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1, T, and 5 for the evening of Friday, March 5th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Brown has named Penn AD and BU alumnus M. Grace Calhoun as its next AD, effective April 19th. BU President Christina Paxson said, Grace is a proven strategist, collaborator, and leader who stood out as an exceptional choice to lead Brown athletics into a new era of excellence. She has the experience and drive to fulfill Brown's vision for improving the competitiveness of varsity athletic teams, enhancing the strength of club sports, and upholding Brown's commitment to providing equal opportunities in athletics for women and men. Penn has named Senior Associate AD for Intercollegiate Programs' Randy Fuller as Interim AD. The Oregonian's John Canzano reports the search for the next Pac-12 commissioner has yet to reach the, quote, candidate stage, with Turnkey ZRG still gathering intel from campus members about qualities needed in the next conference leader. The San Jose Mercury News' John Wilner notes Turnkey spent a month discussing conference needs while leading the ACC's commissioner's search before identifying potential candidates. Quote, Pac-12 has plenty of time to get someone hired by June. Lots of news out of Baton Rouge today as LSU released the full report into the mishandling of Title IX claims from Hush Blackwell today. In summary, LSU did not handle allegations from November detailed in a USA Today piece consistent with Title IX. Quote, Incidents of athletics-related misconduct have not been appropriately reported to the university's Title IX coordinator. The university's Title IX office has never been appropriately staffed or provided with the independence and resources to carry out Title IX's mandates. The report found that Athletics did not respond properly to allegations against former head football coach Les Miles, that there was insufficient evidence to prove claims made by former women's tennis student-athlete Sharon Lewis. For Athletics, the report recommended immediately ending the, quote, process whereby one person in Athletics serves as the gatekeeper of discrimination reports and whether they get to the Title IX coordinator. Clearly instruct employees to make reports of sex discrimination directly to the Title IX coordinator. Provide Title IX training upon hiring for all new staff. Targeted Title IX training for the football team and more. Additionally, LSU has suspended Executive Deputy AD Verge Osbury for 30 days without pay and Senior Associate AD Miriam Sager for 21 days without pay. Both will undergo domestic and sexual violence training. In a letter from A.D. Scott Woodward, LSU has established a permanent council to lead the reform efforts, added two full-time HR positions and one full-time position in student-athlete development, contracted the, quote, a call-to-men organization to conduct educational programming and more. During today's Board of Supervisors meeting, Interim President Tom Galligan said LSU will accept the 18 recommendations from Hush Blackwell. Further, he said, quote, We've been forced to take a hard look, and let's be perfectly clear, we don't like what we see. Hush Blackwell's Scott Schneider reported staff were reluctant to participate in the Title IX process when student-athletes were involved due to a fear of backlash, but noted that athletes are not treated differently in the process. Further, quote, Historically, LSU has been very slow to develop policies and infrastructure and personnel that was really required and highlighted starting in 2011. Schneider did note that head football coach Ed Orgeron knew of many accusations, some of which were handled, some were not, but noting that athletics should not be involved in investigations. Schneider also credited the reporting from USA Today's Kenny Jacoby, Nancy Armour, and Jessica Luther, noting their reporting was very accurate. One board member noted during the meeting, quote, "...the problem is systematic. We had an absolute failure of resource allocation." Additionally, in the 148-page report following the Taylor Porter investigation into former head football coach and current Kansas head coach Les Miles' conduct, former AD Joe Oliva emailed then-president and current Oregon State President F. King Alexander and LSU's counsel, stating, I want us to think about which scenario is worse for LSU, explaining why we let him go or explaining why we let him stay, proactive or reactive. I always believe that people are innocent until proven guilty of insubordination, inappropriate behavior, putting the university, athletic department, and football program at great risk. I think we have cause. I specifically told him not to text, call, or be alone with any student workers, and he obviously didn't listen. I know there are many possible outcomes and much risk either way, but I believe it is in the best interest in the long run to make a break. The court of public opinion would favor us. The courtroom? On July 2nd, we will know more, but the fact will remain the same. As additional information about Kansas head coach Les Miles and his time at LSU continue to come to light, the athletic Stuart Mandel turns his focus to Jayhawks boss Jeff Long and just how much he might have known about Miles' background before bringing him to Lawrence. Notably, Mandel points out that both Long and Miles had TV crews embedded with them for the ESPN Plus series Miles to Go, which documented KU's pursuit of the coach. Long also worked with Miles during his time at Michigan in the 80s. Mandel writes, quote, the truth long desperately needs the LSU allegations to blow over because if Miles has to go, so surely does the man who hired him. That's your D1T and five for the evening of Friday, March 5th. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here on Monday morning.